This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Thanks for staying with us on Real Presence Live this morning. Before we head into our next segment, I want to invite you to visit our website, realpresenceradio.com, for even more great content. There you can listen to programming from our local area, Find a podcast if you missed one of the daily shows, submit a prayer intention, nominate your favorite priest for donuts, and more. Be sure to check it out at realpresenceradio.com. Welcome back. And we're happy to have with us this morning two peer ministers from St. Paul's Newman Center, Asher Mercero and William Gerrids. And they're going to be talking about building faith and friendship on college campuses, and I I think I'd like to put in a little bit of a plug here for Bison Catholic and the the Newman Center, and also there are Newman Centers at other colleges and universities throughout our listening areas that I think maybe have similar programs. And uh, we'd ask all of our listeners, you know, uh, support them, because I think at this time of life for college students, I think there's there's data that shows that uh, uh, many Catholic students who come into college lose their faith in a matter of days, if not hours. I'm not exactly <laughs> sure what the numbers are, but they're they're staggering and they're frightening, which makes Bison Catholic and Newman Centers all the more important out there. So, uh, with that, why don't you guys just kind of Introduce yourselves and tell us a little bit about your, your background, what got you to NDSU, and what got you involved at the Newman Center and as bias and Catholics. All righty. Uh, thanks for having us, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, so like you said, I'm Asher. Um, I'm from the cities, uh, from Plymouth. Oh. So, yeah, um, and I'm actually a convert to the faith. I just uh, was accepted in the church uh, this last spring. Welcome home. Thank you. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so... Um, I don't know. The Newman Center has been very important in my life because when I came to campus, I had a vague idea of, of Catholicism and I knew that I kind of wanted to become a Catholic, but I really knew nothing about the church and nothing about the faith. Um, and uh, Father Cheney and Monsignor um, Slesherman have just been super influential in my life and really pushed me to be um, just this uh, a more deep in my faith. And um, so... Uh, yeah, they, they just have helped me through my walk and, and entering to the church. They've um, just been there for me when, when I've needed them and have really pushed me. So. How, how did it happen that you even walked through the doors of the Newman Center or encountered them? Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, my like conversion happened in the summer between my high school year, uh, or like my last year of high school and my first year of uh, college. What year are you in college right oh, now? I'm sorry. Excuse me for interrupting, <laughs> but I... I'm sorry. No, I'm I'm a sophomore. Um, and so, um, and so I I just felt this calling to Catholicism. I started looking into it, and um, it really just resonated with me. Um, but I really knew no Catholics. I I knew about one one person, and it was just kind of um, I really didn't know anything about Catholicism. Um, except my brother went to a Catholic church. Or, a, or a, he went to a Catholic school um, down in the city. It's called Providence Academy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I went to the priest there, and I was talking about, you know, my, my journey and how I want to become a Catholic. And I said, he goes, where are you going to college? And I said, I'm going to NDSU. And he goes, okay, good. <laughs> There's a great Newman Center uh, up at NDSU, and you should really get involved. And so um, 
I came up here and I set a meeting with Monsignor Slesherman and he like talked with me, answered my questions and just kind of walked me through it. And then he uh, put me in touch with the cathedral and got involved with RCIA. So, yeah. Wow. Great. William, how about you? Yeah. So um, what grade are you? I am a junior studying philosophy. Um, So I, I'm a convert as well. Um, I grew up going to both the Lutheran and the Catholic church. So, I mean, it wasn't all new to me. Um, I got Lutherans and Catholics in both sides okay. of my family. So. Where are you from? Ham Lake, Minnesota. Oh, okay. So it's about 40 minutes north of the cities. And so, um, you know, I, I I wanted to convert when I was younger, but, you know, the, the lines were a little bit blurred because, you know, I was underage and um, I would certainly have to have a ride to, to RCA and stuff. And, you know, so the Catholic Church wasn't really close to my home. So, um, but... When I came onto the Newman Center, I was uh, start, starting to study nursing, um, and just found that that really wasn't for me. And so, um, but you know, I, I started going to the Newman Center, um, and then uh, got in touch with Monsignor Schlesman and Father Cheney. They got me um, hooked up with the RCA program here at the cathedral um, with Mary and Brad, both great people. It's a great program, um, and yeah, it's just been a great ride ever since so so you were know, you in rca at the same time no huh oh. no i was the year before year. Oh, okay. you know, it, it seems like almost every catholic apologist that's on catholic radio is a convert <laughs> so i think dreen and i have to come out today today is the day dreen i think we should do this we are cradle catholics (laughs) (laughs) indeed there i I think i've just destroyed my career as a catholic radio guy with with that one but you know welcome to you guys this is it would be fun to have you guys on again just to talk about converting as a younger person because i'm sure that Mm -hmm. there's lots of dynamics going on at home and with your friends and things like that but that's not what we're here about today we want to talk about what's going on on campus and so uh Go ahead, Doreen. Well, I was just going to say, you are doing this work in particularly challenging times, not just COVID, but um, construction project (laughs) as well. Yeah. Yeah. How's how's your college year been going so far? It's it's had its fair share of bumps in the road, but um, overall, I think it's been good. We've had a great number of registrants this year. Uh, I think we're, we're certainly up from last year. I don't remember the exact numbers, but um, so that's 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 good. That's hopeful, especially with their you know being in three different locations for our weekend masses and mm-hmm. so. Mm-hmm. so. By registrants, do you mean people who have actually registered as members of the Newman Center? At yeah. ADSU? Okay. Yep. So of Bison Catholic. Mm-hmm. Um, so. How about you, Asher? How's your year going? It's been going good. It's a bit chaotic, like Will said, with everything that's going on, but. Um, Especially because we're trying to move everything, you know, get mass ready, like you said, at three different locations. So we have to, you know, pack everything in the car, drive it to, you know, wherever and, you know, move everything around. But it's been going good. We've had a lot of solid events on campus. Um, it's, yeah, we like you said, new registrants, like it's crazy how many people have, have you know, said like, oh, you know, I'd, I've been here for a year or so and, you know, just decided to join this year. Or how many freshmen are just like, oh, yeah, like. You guys were the only thing, like the only event that was going on on campus. Like, you guys were the only ones doing things. And so, you know, we decided to show up and 
we decided to register. Yeah. So, it's, so it's been good. Yeah. A blessing. Um, can you just quickly mention the three places where a Mass is being celebrated for students at NDSU? Yeah, so on Saturday nights at 4.30, it's at the Newman Center, which is um, our temporary building is 2505 University Drive North. Um, and then, see, at 11 o'clock a.m. on Sundays, it is at uh, on campus at Century Theater in the Memorial Union. And then at 5 p.m., we have Mass at uh, Holy Spirit Catholic Church. And then following that, we have our Buck Luck. So. And Buck Luck is? Um, it's a, it, students bring a dollar, and it's a, it's a good meal mm-hmm. that's served to them. So, yeah, it's a great time for fellowship. You know, both of you are wearing Bison Catholic shirts. Our listeners can't see that, but I wanted to set this up because uh, the, the, the question I have is, you know, with the, uh, the enthusiasm with which our culture and probably even more specifically academia has embraced Christianity, specifically Catholicism, do you draw fire when you wear that across the campus? I think we draw fire both on and off campus from um, students and faculty. It's kind of sad, to be honest with you, but, uh, you know, it's, I wear that target with joy. I, you know, I, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You feel like you're a light in the dark? Yeah. Kind of. mm-hmm. <laughs> Certainly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, it, and it's good that you do because there are other students who, you know, might not feel quite so alone when they see somebody else standing up yeah oh definitely yeah uh-huh. it's kind of funny because we we will wear these on wednesdays so we'll have like wednesday kind of almost spirit days where we wear bison catholic t-shirts and uh apparently there's been a, a couple of bison atheist t-shirts running around um <laughs> that people will wear just kind of out of like you know well, if you do it, we're going to do it too. So. Oh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> You're being noticed. Well, at least it's free speech at work here. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, well, at least it's not dead on NDSU's yeah. campus then. Yeah, that's <laughs> for sure. It'll be so fun the day we can have someone who used to wear a bison atheist shirt now wearing a bison Catholic shirt. That exactly. That's cool. right. That's the goal. That's yeah. the goal. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, what was your faith backgrounds before you uh, joined the Catholic Church? Yeah, I was Lutheran, um, baptized, raised. I would go to Mass with my grandparents quite a bit on the weekends and daily Mass during the summer, even though I was Lutheran. But, um, yeah, so. Yeah, and I was, uh, so uh, throughout my life I was non-denominational, except in high school I kind of lost my faith and um I wasn't really like an atheist, but I didn't know really what I believed. And so, yeah, that was, I kind of had both like the non-denominational background and then that kind of like that not knowing background. So, yeah. Okay, great. Well, we're coming up on a break right now and uh, you're listening to Real Presence Live and our guests are Asher Mercereau and William Gerrids from NDSU, Bison Catholics. And we're kind of talking about uh, what things are like around the campus for uh, Bison Catholics, if you will. And uh, we ask all our listeners... Stay with us. There's more to come on Real Presence Live. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Actually, I've been listening to Catholic Radio since I was a kid. My mom got like a shortwave radio back in the day to pick up pick up Mother Angelica's. So my favorite, favorite shows 
on our Real Presence Radio would have to be, um, well, I, like, I love the Coming Home Network and listening to stories, and mm-hmm. um, there are so many good ones, though, that I really enjoy. Yeah, faith has always been an important role in the upbringing. My parents were always, um, uh, we always had bedtime prayers that, in fact, we use those same prayers now, Teddy and I do with our children um, at bedtime, but um, they sent us to Catholic school, uh, but always uh, family and faith were always a very integral part of our upbringing. We went to Mass together, and well, and my uncle, Father John, who is a priest, was always a, pr- a role there, always a presence in our family. So it seemed very good and normal, and um, we had all Catholic friends. It seemed we, we really loved our faith growing up. Mayo Pharmacy in Bismarck is a faith-based pharmacy committed to delivering excellent care. We're pro-life and pro-family, respecting the dignity of the human person while providing for your individual needs. We have Catholic gifts for all ages, from mystic monk coffee to cards and crucifixes. Plus, we offer a wide range of clinical services, including rapid influenza testing and diabetes care management. You can visit us at 303 North 4th Street to discover the Mayo difference. Our number is 701-223-2424. Don't miss the RPR Fall Live Drive. It's coming up October 6th through the 9th from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Central. Tune in to hear great stories of faith and conversion while supporting our mission. Listen live on the radio or donate anytime, safe and secure, at realpresenceradio.com or in the Real Presence Radio app. Thanks for your support of Real Presence Radio, your family of faith and hope. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. If you're just joining us, we're having a discussion with two young men from NDSU, Bison Catholics, Asher Mercero and William Garretts. And um, we were um, just visiting on the break about kind of, you know, what's going on at NDSU. And I guess I want to expand this a little bit. What are you hearing from other campuses, from other, you know, Catholic organizations for students on colleges and universities? I haven't heard much, to be honest with you, but, um, you know, I, I definitely think we have a, a much stronger program than, uh, you know, any Catholic organizations on campuses down in the cities. Um, How do you work together with the focus missionaries that are at NDSU? Are you, do you work with them in planning and that kind of thing? Yeah, so they, I don't know if you want to speak on this, but they... Um, they do a lot with like the Bible studies, so um, peer ministers are certainly expected to to lead some Bible studies. So um, we we follow all their plans with that. They do a lot of like the speeches for Bison Catholic Night on Wednesday nights, um, and a lot of planning for different different uh, tri- trips and stuff yeah. that we go on. So well, there's a lot of communication back and forth, so you're not overlapping, I would think. Oh no, it, it's a very complementary yeah. uh, system. Right. Like we help them when they need help, and they help us when we need help, and just kind of like you know working together in order to you know strengthen each other. Yeah. You know, not trying to yeah. step on each other's okay. toes. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Asher, I'll ask you the same question, mm-hmm. but maybe in a little bit different way. Are you hearing from any of your other? Uh, you know, do you have other Catholic friends on other campuses? And it's kind of you know, the, I'd be curious to know how they feel. Uh, you know, Catholicism is received on their campuses. Are you hearing anything like that? Um, I don't know too many uh, other Catholics at other co- uh, college campuses, sure. but um, I know that, um, at least from what I've heard, is that um, we, uh, at NDSU we have one of the um, 
best like equipped programs mm-hmm. because of uh, how we work with our focus missionaries and um, just the the amount of students we have and all of that. Um, but I know a lot of other uh, college campuses do have very strong um, co- uh, Newman centers on campus and are, are working really hard. So right, yeah. yeah. My understanding though is NDSU is kind of the poster child for for Newman centers yeah. as well as mm-hmm. for focus programs as well because the uh, the number of focus missionaries that have come out of NDSU is you know quite uh, uh, impressive. So definitely, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then. Um, um, we were gonna, um, yeah, over the break we talked about the importance of uh, friendships and with during the, your experience in your college years. I mean, all of life is you know friendships are important, but there's a particular need for that. I think when you're um, away from home and you're you're um, you know in that part of your life. So, what do the peer ministers do to help facilitate good friendships on? the campus at NDSU. Yeah, so we certainly are trying to draw others towards Christ, and I think we, we all kind of agree that the best way to do that, and I think this is fo- Focus's philosophy, that, you know, they, the best way to do that is through authentic friendship, and, um, you know, how are, how are you going to really draw others into communion with Christ if you're not willing to be friends with them? Um, and in turn, with, with all of the people you would consider your friends, they're, you know, if you really want to consider them your friends, you're going to be trying to grow their relationship with Christ, and they're going to be trying to grow your relationship with Christ, and that's just, you know, it's it's kind of like a mutual give and take. So that answers your question, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything else you want to add, Asher? Uh, not particularly. It it it's it it it's all focused on friendship. Is mm-hmm. is what the goal of the Newman Center is? Is just to build like like Will said, the authentic friendship where we're both willing the good for each other in the friendship. Um. Uh, with with everything we do, and so we're really just trying to um, just grow friendship as much as possible on the on the campus. So instead of just inviting someone to a meeting, it's kind of like you invite someone to a meeting, but in the same encounter, you introduce yourself to them, and you know, I suppose visit with them a little bit, so that when they do come to the meeting, they will feel like they know somebody there. Exactly. Yeah. So like I know with our tabling. Um, we table like outside of our memorial union and just kind of, you know, give information on Bison Catholic. Our goal is to always get their phone number in our phones and then um, try and reach out to them before the event, whether you meet up for coffee, just get, or talk on the phone, you know, just so you know each other a little bit better, and then start inviting them to events so that they know you're there, or yeah, they know that you're there and that. Um, they have someone that they can connect with, and that's going to help them grow uh, by drawing them to keep coming to events um, if they, they know that you're expecting them to be there. Mm-hmm. Well, I heard the story of a, actually a former student who went to Arizona State, and you know, first week on campus someone said, hey, you feel like playing some Frisbee golf? We've got a group that's going to play Frisbee golf or whatever. And he said yes, and now he's graduated, and he's a peer minister, you know, working you know, on a college campus. So, yeah, it's kind of that invitation to... Well, I, I think the important thing is, you know, when you think in terms of a new freshman or someone who's just new to a campus and they're a person of faith, you know, can you think of anybody who might think they're alone, you know, mm-hmm. unless there's somebody else there, you know, and that's where it's so important, I think, where your outreach to you know, to to find these these students and invite them in, so they, well they're as, not alone. Or as well as those who have no faith, 
right. know, to, exactly. to be that welcome yeah. to them, too. And for those of faith, you know, there's so many changes. You certainly don't want mm-hmm. one of them to be going away from your faith. So right. Right. And it's important to capture that in the first mm-hmm. year of college. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and, of course, there are no pressures to, you know, kind of separate from your faith on college campuses. <laughs> no, no, not at all. <laughs> I say that with sarcasm, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For those who didn't pick up the inflection over yeah. the airwaves, yes. <laughs> thank you for the clarification. Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah, no, I know, like, from personal experience, I remember coming into college campus and just feeling like, you know, one in a million. You know what I'm saying? Just like a sea of people, and mm-hmm. I'm just one of them. Um, but I went to uh, our... Like our first event we do on campus is watermelon volleyball, and <laughs> I just got in touch with some good like friends and one of the peer or one of the uh, missionaries on campus, and it like literally was just like, oh, these people want to be my friends. Like it went from being like I'm totally alone to oh my gosh, like this is where I'm like mm-hmm. welcomed, you know. Mm-hmm. So that totally makes a difference from personal experience, you know. And so, all you listeners out there who are listening to this, and uh, yeah, I hope you're getting a, a good sense of the importance of these uh, these Catholic uh, college and university programs. And so, we certainly invite you to uh, support Bison Catholic, and I'll, I'll throw Focus in there as well, or whatever whatever uh, Newman Center or a Catholic student program you have at the, the university or college uh, in your local area, because it's important because the, the the data about the number of people who lose their faith shortly after high school or you know shortly after attending starting college, uh, they're they're staggering numbers and they're very sobering and we need to fight back and this is a good effective way of doing it and we certainly appreciate the work that you guys are doing as Bison Catholics. Any final comments that you you know like to share with? Yeah, I mean, it's it's been a, you know, the years started out pretty good, and, um, you know, we just got to keep trying to grow in our faith and fight the good fight. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And if you're a student on campus who's looking for a group to get in touch with, I highly recommend coming to Bison Catholic. Talk to one of the peer ministers, and we'll set you up. Do you have a website or an email address or anything like that? Mm-hmm. Go to bisoncatholic.com or download our app, Bison Catholic. Just look, uh, Google that on the uh, the, uh, the app store, and you'll find it. So, yeah. I think it's .org, just so you find the right one. Oh, yes. Oh. Yes, yes, that's right. <laughs> really Great. And what's for supper Sunday night? If they're just hungry for supper, do you know what the menu is? Uh, At Holy Spirit? I am not sure, but it'll be good either way. Okay, 14... It might be Nephla soup, but don't quote me on it. Okay. I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay, well, we'd but like to be good. thank William and Asher for coming today, and uh, good luck for the rest of your uh, academic year. And now we go to Eli for our technical director preview of the next show. Thanks, Jack. Great show today. Got another good one coming up tomorrow morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, right here on the Real Presence Radio Network. That'll be hosted by Father Richard Kunst and Cindy Jennings, coming to you from St. James Church in Duluth, Minnesota. To start off the show, we'll talk with Dan Hartman, and we'll continue our tour through the history of Glensheen Mansion. Then at 9.30 Central, get your questions ready for Straight Talk with Father Richard Kunst. He'll be ready for them. And plus, Deacon Kyle Eller of the Diocese of Duluth will tell us where the, where the rosary came from. All that and a whole lot more is coming up on the next Real Presence Live. That'll be tomorrow morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, right here on the Real Presence Radio Network. Right back to you. Well, thanks, Eli. I, I thought we had kind of cut short on your, uh, your preview of the next show by uh, cutting into your time, but... Uh, 
you must have gone to auctioneer school or something because you went through that and it was very articulate and understandable, notwithstanding the speed. <laughs> Thanks, Jack. <laughs> okay, so we've got about two minutes to go. Uh, well, we still have Asher and William here. Do you have any parting shots, an, an additional parting shot? Yeah, an event coming up would be this week. We have our informational meeting uh, for men that are interested in their, uh, discerning their vocation. It'll be the Melchizedek Project. Um, that'll be with Father Metzger, uh, the vocations director of the Diocese of Fargo. And that will be at Holy Spirit Catholic Church at 7 p.m. At 1420 7th Street North. Yes. <laughs> yes. Actually, I think it might be 7.30 p.m. You can go to our website and find out. <laughs> yeah. Early is on time. Yes, <laughs> early is on time. It's always going to be early. Yes. Right. Oh. Okay, well, we've got about one minute to go. and uh, I have one thing to encourage our listeners to do. Um, this Sunday in Fargo is the Walk with Christ for Life, where we'll be starting at St. Mary's. I think it's at 1 p.m. And walking with the Jesus and the Blessed Sacrament, praying a rosary to the state's only abortion facility and um, as a part of 40 Days for Life and our commitment to life as Catholics. Right. And uh, in prior years, we've, we've always had nice weather for those things. Mm-hmm. Sometimes maybe a little bit breezy, but uh, it'll, be, it'll be a nice day. Mm-hmm. Good day to get the family out for a walk. A lot of families show up for that. And uh, it's, it's, it doesn't take a lot of time. No. No. And it's, it's, it's just a good uh, communal event. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, the music is coming up. Again, we'd like to thank William and Asher for coming, and we'd like to thank all of you, our wonderful listeners, for being with us today. You've been listening to Real Presence Live. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence radio network.